What up, you mutant miscreants? It is I, Oroko Saki, aka The Shredder, here to tell you about the Shredhead podcast, starring me, The Shredder, and my best friend, my main brain, the brains of the outfit I'm talking about, Krang. Krang is there. He's my producer. We have a podcast. It's utterly ridiculous. It's an insane premise. Uh, to top it all off, I, I haven't even seen the Ninja Turtles in years, but we're primarily talking about hoops. Yes, the national, the national BA, the W national BA. Um, oh damn it! I've run into the lyrics. I'm sorry, but just check out the Shredhead podcast. It's me. It's crying. It's crazy. How come you're always helping everybody and getting paid back for? Well, that's the way I am, you know. I'm a little hard-headed. They say, Dusty Rhodes, how come you don't look like Ric Flair and have all them muscles and pretty body? Well, I like the nightlife just a little bit better than I like the damn gym, Jack. You understand? As long as I can get out and do it better than anybody, and as long as I make more money per night than any athlete in this country, and as long as I make a half a million dollars a year, I don't really give a damn what they think out there. Can you dig that? I hope you can. I hope you can. I hope you can. Lord, I hope you can. So this is how you can tell that I need a haircut because I got a hat on and I haven't really worn hats since I started growing my hair, my hair out. So there you go. I'm so excited, y'all. The Hyphen Universe show is live. It is in full effect. It is in your area, causing mass hysteria, all that stuff. I am your host, Kellen Conley, a.k.a. B-Hyphen. How is everybody doing today? How is everybody feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, pretty good. It was a little rough on Sunday. I had to edit on the Rasslecast Power Hour, which has a new episode out. If type in Rasslecast, R-A-S-S-L-E-C-A-S-T, Power Hour, wherever podcasts are sold or on YouTube, on Hyphen Universe YouTube. Um, got a new episode of that out, but I, I was up editing until like 1.30 in the morning, and then I had to get up to work the next day. So yesterday... I was dragging. I was dragging real bad, <laughs> but um, got some sleep, and today wasn't bad, and here I am back with you. So just in case you weren't aware, Hyphen Universe, sorry, Hyphen Nation, my previous podcast, has now come to an end. I finished that, and the last episode is out there, so I encourage anybody who's interested to go check that out for that finale. 215 episodes down, and here we are on a new one, man. So. I guess I'm going to get right into it. So there, there's a Super Bowl this weekend, and I could care less who wins. Okay, that's not true. That's not true. I don't want the Chiefs to win. So let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, oh, man. This episode sponsored by Kroger Seltzer Water, uh, pink grapefruit. 
because I don't know why I'm on a seltzer water kick. Do the Triple H point. There we go. So, I'm a Raiders fan. I've been a Raiders fan since I could ever remember. My dad was a Raiders fan, so I became a Raiders fan. And they won a Super Bowl my first birthday. And that was the last time they ever won a Super Bowl. The, the, I almost said the closest that they've come, but 2002 did happen when uh, we sold John Gruden for money. I don't want to talk about it. I love my Raiders, and I will always love my Raiders. They're my favorite team, despite the fact that we're my second favorite team on my head. And yes, despite the fact that Zach Levine is now out for the season and we probably should have made some moves in the offseason if we wanted to actually try this year. The Bulls are my second favorite team. But when it comes to the Raiders, there's just certain teams, especially in football, that you just hate. You just hate them no matter what. Like, nothing's going to change this, okay? So, with the Raiders, it's the San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers. Congratulations to Jim Harbaugh. Don't win a Super Bowl there. <laughs> Just saying. Um, there's the Denver Broncos. Um, Russell Wilson, I feel for you, but I don't feel bad for you because I was upset when the Raiders didn't get you and the Broncos did, and that kind of worked out in our favor. Uh, shout out to AP. Got got ourselves a new official head coach. Um, I really like the culture and the vibes he brought to the Raiders when he joined, when he became the interim coach earlier this season. Way better than anything Josh McDaniels did. So, shout out to UAP. And then there's the Raz of Frazzin, Molly Foggin. Shout out to my man Derek, because I'm trying not to cuss. Kansas City Chiefs. I hate the Kansas City. The Kansas <laughs> The Kansas City Chiefs. I hate them. I hate them. Have I told you I hate them? I hate them. I've hated them since the Christian Okoye days. If I was alive, I'd hate him. I would have hated him in the Lynn Dawson days. I hated Steve DeBerg. They made me hate Joe Montana, and I love Joe Montana. I mean, I just read all these books about all these Super Bowls he read one in the 80s, and then all of a sudden, 93 comes around, and he's the Chiefs quarterback. They made me hate Joe Montana and Marcus Allen. Um, I hated Marty Schottenheimer. I hated Alex Smith. Um, Derek Thomas. I did not hate Derek Thomas. That man was just too talented. To hate. So shout out to Derek Thomas. Um, who what other Chiefs did I hate? Any Chief you can think of. Um, Kareem Hunt. I hated Kareem Hunt. Any Chief you can think of. <laughs> I hate them. I hate their coaches. I hate their stupid stadium. I hate their stupid owners. I I know some fans. I I strongly dislike fans. I, I'm not gonna go that far. But you know, it, it's all it's all love when it comes to the fans. We have nothing to do with it. I I I don't like anything about them. I I hate them. I hate the Kansas City Chiefs, and I know it's Black History Month, but I hate Pat Mahomes. I don't feel bad, but it, like, he's so good. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback. He really is. If he played for any other franchise that wasn't the Chargers, the Broncos, or the Chiefs, which is where he's been playing his whole career, I could see it. It took me a long time to come around on Brady because the Patriots always won. It took me a long time to come around on Peyton because he was a Bronco at the end of his career. Never minded Peyton before that. I always enjoyed Brett Favre before 
He stole money from a bunch of people in Mississippi. Always enjoyed Aaron Rodgers before he went crazy. There's several quarterbacks around the league that I that I've admired their career. I thought they they were great quarterbacks. Hands down, no question. Joe Flacco comes to mind, even though what happened with the Browns. Um, I don't know why. I hate Ben Roethlisberger, though. Don't get it twisted. And I used to really hate the Steelers when he was their quarterback, but now it's just kind of like, eh. But that's also when they won two Super Bowls, and everybody's like, Sixburg, 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 and I'm an hour away from Pittsburgh, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't like Pat Mahomes, man. I don't think I can ever like this man, and I don't even think when he hangs it up, probably, what, another 15 years, if I'm lucky, from now, and he's won all these Super Bowls and league MVPs and done all these things and broken all these records, I will still refuse to stand at this man's Hall of Fame induction ceremony if I was sitting in the front row. I don't care. I don't care. He's a chief. Matter of fact, the only way I would cheer is if he went to the Raiders and won the Raiders a Super Bowl. That's the only way. I don't care. I do not like this man. And it's not him personally. None against the man. I don't like what he does on the field because he's a chief. Plain and simple. He's the greatest Kansas City chief that there's ever been. And I hate him. So he's in the Super Bowl again. And along with that, of course, goes the whole Travis Kelsey thing, who I have also vehemently, hopefully I said that right, despised since he started rising to fame in Kansas City. I've never liked Travis Kelsey. Now, with Kelsey, it's kind of like with Gronk, where I didn't like Gronk, cause, but it was mostly because he's so damn good and he played for the Patriots. Same time, though, I never had a problem with Julian Edelman. Shout out to you, Julian Edelman. I always thought you were, you were a class act, so never had a problem with you. So, but he was on Gronk's level. It's just like he's too damn talented. He catches too many damn touchdowns, and he's on the Chiefs. That was it. So I never, the I never had the hate, the hate for him that I do for Pat Mahomes. And I don't know if you know, but he has a girlfriend. She's pretty famous. She just won a Grammy on Sunday. Taylor Swift. Don't care about that. If you listen to anything in the last twenty-five episodes of Hyphen Nation. I, I'm a fan of Taylor. I like folklore. I liked Evermore. I liked Midnight's. I'm st- I've started to go back and listen to some of her old catalog. The only one that I don't mess with really, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Lover. And of course, Aaliyah loves Lover and loves Taylor Swift, which is fine, which is fine. It's kind of like at this time when Hamilton came to Disney in 2020. Aaliyah would always get in the car and want to listen to Hamilton. So all the time, despite my efforts to play other things, she wanted to listen to Hamilton. But I also loved Hamilton, so I was okay with it. Just like I also love Taylor Swift's music, and so I'm okay with it. I I can live with it. But then the other night, Angel looks at Aaliyah, and she's like, we cheering for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no. No. No, no, we can't do this. We can't do this. Now, Aaliyah's nine. She'll be 10 in two months. I can't do anything against that. She's going to cheer for Taylor's boyfriend, and that's fine. I'm not here 
I'm not here to fight her on that. That's not my that's not my goal is to fight her. That's not what I want. So that's fine. Cheer cheer for Taylor. That's all right. What what are you going to do? But then I looked at Angel the other day. I was like, "Are you really going to cheer for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl?" And she's like, "Yeah, aren't you?" I was like, "No." <laughs> She's like, you're not supporting Taylor. I'm like, mm, I don't got to support Taylor like that, okay? I don't have to. The thing is, the Kansas City Chiefs are the team that I hate the most in the National Football League. I've always hated the Chiefs. I was so thrilled when the Broncos got beaten in the Super Bowl by the Seahawks. I was younger, and I kind of liked that 94 Chargers team only because they had Stan Humphreys and they weren't supposed to be there, and they were, they were such severe underdogs, the 49ers. Kind of enjoyed them, but I was fine that the 49ers won the Super Bowl and beat the Chargers. I don't want the Chiefs to win anything, ever. I would be fun if I never have to see them play in the Super Bowl again for the rest of my life. May that be many more years. So, I was like, no, I hate the Chiefs. I hate them. I don't care. I hate the Chiefs, and I do not wish them well in the Super Bowl because I'm a Raiders fan. And she said, because I said they're our biggest rival, and she said, well, they're not their rivals right now. There, the Raiders aren't playing anymore, so why can't you cheer for the Chiefs? No, the hate does not stop. The hate does not stop. If I'm, if the Chiefs are Obi-Wan and they have higher ground, I am Anakin every single time. No, the Kansas City Chiefs must lose. And by me putting all this hatred on the pod and on the show and starting it out like this, I'm probably just putting all this negative energy towards them and the universe is like, oh, look at all this negative energy for the Chiefs coming from West Virginia. Let's change that into positive energy and here you go, Kansas City, go and win a Super Bowl. Uh, and on the other side of that, on the other side of that, you got the 49ers, which... I don't mind the 49ers. My mom was a 49ers fan. Uh, she was a 49ers fan until she passed. Uh, one of my best friends, Ed Brown, is a 49ers fan. And I've never had a problem with the 49ers. N never. Never, man. Like like I said, I found out they won a bunch of Super Bowls in the 80s. One of my favorite wide receivers of all time, Jerry Rice. One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, who I would have argued with people up until Brady just won so many that he was better than Brady. Um, one of my, Bill Walsh, one of my favorite coaches in NFL history. Uh, Steve Young, well, another underrated, underappreciated quarterback because obviously he always came in after Montana and he only won one Super Bowl, but he had an incredible career before he got hurt. Um, moving on to later years, Cap. Cap was a niner, took him to the Super Bowl. They were a couple plays away from winning that. Now, on the flip side, obviously, the 49ers cut Cap when he started kneeling, and that's why Cap was not able to get a job um, with any other team. Um, 
because they did not stand by him. Um, they they said it's too much of a distraction. They cut him, and then ever since, everybody said he's too much of a distraction. So on the flip side, there is that how they did cap because he was kneeling during the national anthem. And then who who else do I like? Uh, T.O. was a 49er. My favorite Terrell Owens was was San Francisco Terrell Owens. Uh, Frank Gore, 49er. Um, there, there's so many to choose from, honestly. I I don't have a problem with anybody on the 49ers, honestly. The only thing they did wrong was they beat the they didn't let Detroit win the game. They they should have just laid down at halftime. They should have been like, look, guys, we have been to seven Super Bowls. We've lost two. We lost to the Chiefs and we lost to uh, the Ravens, but we got five. We got five trophies, guys. The Lions have never been like let's. They're already up. Let's let's just pack it in, go out there, and you know go through the motions, try not to get injured, and and let Detroit have their day. They couldn't lay down for Detroit. Kevin Nash laid down for Hulk Hogan, and he's from Detroit. But the 49ers couldn't do the same for for the Lions. Go figure. Like go figure. It just makes no sense at all. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. <laughs> so instead of the Lions, we got the 49ers. And instead of the Ravens, which I've been okay with, we got the Chiefs. And the women in my household are cheering for my hated rival this Sunday. So all I can say is, Usher, you better bring the, you better do the damn thing, Usher. You better do the damn thing. This better be. This better be this better be better than Prince's halftime show. And that's like number one for me. It's like you don't beat Purple Rain in the rain. <sighs> oh, and, and to top it all off, there's a high chance the Chiefs could win a Super Bowl in the Raiders Stadium. Oh. oh man. A very high chance of that. What what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Can somebody tell me? Tell me why. So I, I thought I'd just get that off my chest. Throw that out there that, that I got to deal with those hardships. Oh, man. Next topic and the final topic. I got a lot of stuff written down, and I, I kind of touched on, on the Raiders thing. And... um. I love them because that, that's just who I love, man. Like, despite the many, 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 many years of frustrations, when I see that silver and black man, it's my heart flutters. It is what it is. I love the Raiders. I love the Raiders. I love them so much that I will deny a black quarterback a Super Bowl on Black History Month. But we already know what's going to happen. We already know. Unfortunately. <sighs> So the other topic is, if I could pull this out without knocking my whole phone over. Oh, that's a sturdy stand. Shout out to me for buying that sturdy stand. I finally took the PlayStation 5 plunge, ladies and gentlemen, and got me a PS5, and I got to finally play Spider-Man 2. So the funny thing is, it's not even funny. PS4, Spider-Man 1 comes out. I watch my guy Red Brad play it on YouTube. 
And by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, great moment if you want to just like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. If you're listening to this in your car and your podcast, it'll be a great time for you to hit, uh, hit subscribe and leave a review when you're not driving. And if you leave a review, I'll read it, I promise. I promise. I, I'll totally take care of that. But I finally got it. Like I said, PS4 came out. I watched Red Bread play Spider-Man on there. I dropped hints to Angel. I was like, yeah, I want a PS4. And she's like, no, you're not getting a PS4. I was like, oh, all right, cool. So I really didn't think I was going to get a PS4. And then Christmas time rolled around, and I got the custom red joint with the big white spider emblem on it. Shout out to my mother-in-law, Janice, for taking care of me on that one. And I played it to death. Played it to death. I forget how many hours I have logged on there, but it's well past 100 hours on Spider-Man by itself. Miles Morales came out around the time of PS5 launch, but they made a PS4 version. So, naturally, your boy got the PS4 version, played the hell out of that, um, New Game Plus it up and all of, all of it, got all the DLC for the original Spider-Man, um, got all the suits, and I, I literally, I, I can, if I came home every evening and it was like, all right, I'm going to take 35 minutes to turn on Spider-Man 1 or Miles Morales and just go around the city and just do, 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 do. I'm actually working through a, the hardest difficulty playthrough on Spider-Man because I've never done that. I'm trying to finally 100% the game. So I, I, was, I was always said when Spider-Man 2 came out, the plan was to save and get a PlayStation 5. Always said that. Well, life happens. <laughs> and Spider-Man 2 came out in what, October? September, October, somewhere in there. And your boy ain't got it. And I was okay with that. You know, I watched Rad Brad, 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 Brad play it. I watched him play. And it was, um, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I was like, this game's pretty dope. I can't wait to play it for myself. Lo and behold, like November or something, my coworkers like, hey, you know that you can like put PS5s in payment plans now through Walmart. I was like, no way, you can't do that, whatever. Catching a keyboard, catching a keyboard. Sure enough, 35 bucks a month, I can get a PS5. So made that plunge, gifted it to myself on Christmas. Oh, Angel gifted it to me, Aliyah, and Angel wrapped it up. And a few days after Christmas, I set it up and, and got the game downloaded and everything. And then I set off on my adventure, man. And they changed some things on it as far as, like, how the focus works and your gadgets and stuff that was different from Miles and different from Spider-Man 1. But despite those minor changes, the game is excellent. The game is excellent. I What I did is Friday nights... Um, I would normally start playing between 11 and midnight. And then I would just play it all the way through to like, first night I think it was maybe four. But normally it was like two, three o'clock in the morning I'd be playing. And then Saturday night, do the same thing. And then take a break during the week, get regular sleep. I think there was one time I played during the week and then I like stopped at midnight. Uh, so I did pretty good there. But the rest of the time was just... Like Friday and Saturday, going crazy with it. There's a couple of times I played in the evening too, um, and just played for like maybe an hour or two before I had to pick up Aaliyah from gymnastics, which is cool. But then Aaliyah had a meet in DC, and we had to get out of town 
and my sister-in-law lives in D.C. So we left on Thursday night, and Angel's like, bring your PS5. You ain't going to have nothing to do on Friday. So literally from the time I woke up on Friday until like 10 o'clock on Friday night, nothing but PS5. I finished the story, the game on Saturday, and then I 100% of the game on Sunday. So I have fully beaten, found everything. Some things need a little bit of help. I can't lie. I couldn't quite find all the, all the spider bots. I did most. I did pretty good, though. I found everything on the game. I beat everything on the game 100%. Got all the suits unlocked. Did the flying across the map thing without landing with the web wings. I love the web wings. I need to I need to mention that. I was skeptical at first. I was very skeptical watching Brad play because I didn't know the web wings were in there. And I don't think in the little preview, I don't think you they showed the web wings during that. But watching him, I was like, man, Spider-Man can fly. I don't think I'm into this. But it's it's just so convenient. <laughs> it's so convenient to be able to fly around that map. Because the map is huge. It's it's a whole they added a whole what? Another side to, to New York City. So the original game, and in Miles Morales, you just had the main left side of New York, I guess you want to say, starting from the Statue of Liberty side all the way up to Harlem was what you had. And now on the other side, you got Queens. You got, I don't even know what all the places name, but you got all these places you can go. This city is massive, and it takes time to get across that thing. And once you get the web wings and you hit you hit one of the little air pockets, man, you're you're just you're out of there, man. You're out of there. Um, Miles is so op. He's so op. And as fun as it was being symbiote Peter, and and having a black suit, and even anti venom P- uh, Spider Man towards the end, um, and that was a lot of fun. See what I did? I was doing everything. There would be times it would be like, go do the main mission. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go go to uh, Miles' of school and catch up on all that. And it's like, go do the mission. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna go here, sit here and do all these plants and stop these crimes and all this stuff. So a lot of my time, I was progressing the story, but I was also grinding. So by the time I got to the end game, especially after the screen fight with Mary Jane, which was probably the hardest fight in the game, surprisingly enough. She was kicking my ass in that third, well, fourth sequence. I think it's four sequences with her. She was kicking my butt. And finally, I finally I was able to get her to go down. But even then, man, once you get your gadgets maxed out, and and mind you, this is not on the hardest difficulty. This is on the one just below it. This is like regular difficulty. Even once you get your gadgets maxed out, and especially once you unlock all your powers that you can do and, and different moves like i'm literally just clicking around the wheels hitting all my powers with 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 peter and peter's taking care of business but miles like i thought at first with them i thought he's really overpowered by the end of miles morales like once you got new game plus and all that stuff i was like i was like man he, he's he's so he's so good except for the fact that the fin fight is still pretty tough on miles morales regardless of how strong Miles is. They did a really good job with that. But, man, like, Miles has dropped down a pile of some symbiotes, man, and even those symbiote nests, they weren't no problem. Like, they would start beeping up, and then go over there, blow up real quick, and then uh, bounce back, hit hit the gadgets, come back. The The only ones I really had problem with were, like, the brute symbiotes, the real big ones, because they, they take a lot of hits. And 
you gotta be careful with them because they catch you. They they gonna do you in, man. But the the storyline was great. Um, I, I love the fact that Harry is Venom in the game, and then you get to see Harry uh, learn that his his new his new other that's keeping him alive is can make him a superhero. So those couple missions where you get to fight alongside Harry is really cool. And then during that time, Miles will run into Harry while he's fighting crime in the city. And then he can, and they kind of have a moment. It's very cool how they do that. Um, and then seeing Peter's transformation into having a black suit and how it changes him. Craven was really freaking awesome. I thought they did an excellent job with that. The only thing with Craven, I wish you kind of got the Craven fight when Peter fights him before Miles shows up and he, you have to fight, and then Miles fights Peter. Um, I just really wish we we could have gotten a definitive Peter really beats Craven's ass kind of moment. And it, it was close, but at the same time, it was like he beat him up, and Miles is like, hey, Peter, take that costume off. And Craven's like, oh, I'm down, I'm down. He's like, oh, they're fighting. I'm just going to chill. And that's essentially what he does. And he ends up getting a hold of Miles and everything else shortly after that. So it's it, it's so good. But because Miles is so overpowered, man, like even with Peter, as anti-Venom Peter, um, I was whooping Harry's ass, man. I think I only died once on the Venom fight. And that was like the very first time. And that was just because I didn't switch platforms quick enough. And I, I just kind of got stuck in one of those spots or anything I could do. And then once it switched over to Miles, when you get back to um, the... Um, the Emily May Foundation, almost said Emma, when you get back to that place that they were trying to start up before Craven and the Hunters ruined it, even that fight, once you're Miles, man, like, Miles just be going off, man. So I, I love playing as Miles on this game. Like, I like playing as Miles on Miles Morales, but Miles in Spider-Man 2 is just so good. He's just too good. Too good. So shout out to them for... Um, for my and Miles might be my favorite. This version of Miles might be my favorite Miles. It pretty much goes um Insomniac verse um Miles, uh Spider-Verse Miles from the movies, and then the comic book Miles. Those are my favorite portrayals. Like it, it's incredible what they've done with, with the Miles character in the video games between um him getting the power, getting bit in Spider-Man 1, and then with and uh, Miles Morales with his story continuing, and then with where they brought him up to um, at this point. So I think the game is is so fantastic. Um, my favorite section of the entire game, the the lizard fight was really cool. Uh, the 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 Peter Miles fight was really was really good too. Um, but but my favorite fight in the entire game, I don't want to say it was Sandman, but. It, it it was it was probably the the Craven and the Miles fight. I think that was the hardest the hardest fight that I um not the hardest fight but my favorite fight because I died a lot fight, fighting Craven. That was really hard. So that's not true. Craven might be slightly hard, harder than Scream. I might have had a harder time with that. Um, the Miles fight and the Peters is too cool to to see them facing each other. But again, my Miles was really strong, so Miles was taking care of business on Peter. So it was not that difficult. Uh, the screen fight was really good. And I, I enjoyed the Venom fight too. The Venom Craven fight was giving me some trouble just because I wasn't parrying. And trust me, learn how to parry in this game. Learn how to parry. 
because it will make a huge difference because I finally started parrying all the time after the Craven fight and it made such a difference <laughs> in, in who I was uh, in how how I fought. Uh, so make sure you know how to parry. It's important, kids. It's important. And as far as favorite costumes goes, I think for the fact they gave you different colors is so dope. So I like the Bodega Cat suit on Miles. I have I like the colors on that. I like the the one from Miles Morales, but there's like a Prowler variant with like the headphones and stuff and like the digital um, mask and stuff. I really like that one. Um, of course, I can't forget my uh, the Scarlet Spider costume that you can now put Peter in a black suit with like a red a red uh, sweater vest over it, and that joint's cool. I love the original costumes. I love the black costumes. There's so many good ones. There's a lot of bad ones, though. There's a lot of bad ones. <laughs> and it, it, to each his own. And they took out my stealth suit, which I love the green and black Spider-Man suit from Spider-Man 1, so I was a little sad about that. But there's so many to choose from that you're going to find something that you love. Regardless. But I love the game. I'm just waiting, just like everybody else. I know Insomniac had some stuff leaked. I know... Uh, they said in December they're giving everybody uh, time off to recuperate. I need some DLC, and, and more importantly, give me New Game Plus. Give me New Game Plus so I can jump in there with all my powers and start beating ass all over again. That's what I want. Give me my New Game Plus. Give me what I want. Please, Insomniac. But otherwise, fantastic game. I'm thoroughly pleased with it. I could not put it down. I just need to be able to, um, you know, Get get back at it. That, that's all I really want to do. Um, oh, so so that's that's my my goal is uh I'm just waiting for Insomniac to update the game. DLC will be cool. Give me new game plus most importantly. But if you haven't played it, I I can see why it's not game of the year. Um, as far as video games go, there was a lot of there's a lot of small glitches and stuff here and there. Nothing that affected the gameplay really. Um, I did get stuck in a wall once, but that was kind of my fault. But um, I, I think they have to take that into account when people are uh, talking about video games of the year. So, yeah, I just waiting on New Game Plus, but I loved it. I loved every minute of it, and I really can't wait for Spider-Man 3. I just hope, I hope that they don't decide to wait till the PS6 because I'm trying not to buy any more consoles, man. <laughs> I'm trying. Just don't wait to do Spider-Man 3 till the PS6 comes out, please. Please. That'd be great. Like, it came out in 2023. So, God, what are we looking at? So, let, let's say 2025, 2026. There's probably going to be a PS5. PS6. Dang it. Oh, man. It is what it is. So, I appreciate everyone joining me for this episode of the Hyphen Universe Show. Once again, I am your host, Kellen Conley, a.k.a. B-Hyphen. It has been fun. I encourage you all to go out and do good in the world. Um, go do something nice for somebody. I suggest you take a t some time for yourself. Take a few minutes to collect your thoughts. Do some fun. Play a little Marvel Snap, which I'm still over here playing like there's no tomorrow. A uh, new season just opened up in case anybody's interested. <laughs> Um, you know, take some time for yourself. A little self-care never hurts anything. Ooh, I gotta remember that. A little self-care never hurts anything. That's a good one. And again, if you're listening to this on a podcast, um, make sure that you uh, leave a review if possible. If it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, you can write a review. I'll read it on the show. 
And just make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend that uh, Hyphen's back again. So I greatly appreciate that. And if you're on the YouTube, like the video, comment the video, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to never miss an upload. So until next time, this has been me. You've been in my universe. And get out! <laughs> oh, that's a terrible ending. That's a terrible ending. So, Morgantown weather report. <laughs> it's currently 36 degrees here in Morgantown. It is clear. Tomorrow's temperature will be 10 degrees higher, says my says my Pixel 8. So, just in case anybody's wondering. Um, looks like uh, Wednesday is going to be about 56. Going up to 62 and 60 on Friday. That's crazy. That's crazy that it, that it gets that high. <laughs> um, Friday, it's going to be in the 60s. Saturday, it's going to be about 59. And then um, Sunday, 53 degrees. And then back down to the 40s for Monday. So, exciting week here in Morgantown. Thanks, y'all. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? Yeah!